Barbecue Right Studios in Hernando, Mississippi, Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good morning, Matt. Morning, Derek. Actually, it's a uh, good evening, Matt. Uh, this we're taping this on Thursday evening. Uh, Matt's doing it out of a, a courtesy to me uh, that my parents have come in town for the weekend, and so we are doing this now so I can enjoy time with them tomorrow morning and, and for the rest of the weekend. Actually, I'm doing it as a courtesy to your parents because even though your parents are in town, you're still going to go to bed at nine o'clock at night. So, well, yes, absolutely, yeah. yes, yes. Can you stay up a little bit later for your parents? No, I will. We've Please. got uh, actually going to watch a soccer game tonight, even with the rain still having it, and then going to head, you know, take them out to eat after that. So it'll be it'll be a little later nine. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Hadn't seen them since Christmas, and they haven't been up here in, since August of nineteen. Really? August of nineteen. Okay, yeah. Because of COVID, That's last COVID, year. COVID. That's yeah. right. So coming up on 20 months, haven't been up here. I need you to do me a favor. Go ahead and take the Rooster Production debit card. Take your parents to, <laughs> no, take your parents no. to dinner. Come on, no, man. Look, I don't, I, I I'm can, offering. I'm yeah, offering right it's now. It's okay. I, I, can, wait, I, got, oh, okay, it. okay. I got it. I got it. Actually, what, Derek, what Derek's not telling you is he'll get his dad to ask him a banking question. And <laughs> no, no, no. I will not do that either. Um, anyway, well, look, that's if, I've been, I got that. So I t- actually took off yesterday and uh, had to do some stuff around the house, get ready for them. Uh, so it's been you know kind of a disjointed week. You know, Went to work. Uh, had to go a little early, stay a little later than I wanted to in a couple of days. But uh, all in all, it's been a good week and looking forward to having them here. Well, Derek, let me tell you what I've done since then. Went to a, my first high school softball game in quite a while. Watched the Hernando Lady Tigers defeat the Madison Central Lady Jaguars 12-2, six innings, absolute beatdown. Absolute beatdown. Yeah, you were texting me during it, and uh, it sounded like I was uh, actually uh, attending a soccer game when you were texting me back and forth. And that was, uh, yeah, it sounded like it got, got out of hand about the second second yep, inning there. That's exactly right. Yeah. Six runs in the second inning. We'll talk more about that during the sports uh, coming up here shortly. But look, if your parents would like to move to DeSoto County, Derek, which I have a feeling <laughs> they're not going to, but if they'd like to move to DeSoto County, now's the time to reach out to Team Couch of Virtual Realty Group. Team Couch of Birch Realty Group is our 2021 presenting sponsor. With over 64 years of combined real estate experience, Team Couch of Birch Realty Group is ranked nationally as a top performing real estate team. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available when you need them. Right now, Brian and Terry and their team are offering a free, no-obligation market analysis for your home. Again, that is a free no obligation market analysis for your home. They can help you learn the value of your home, different ways to stage your home, different ways to improve your home's value. Brian and Terry are ready to work for you. You can give them a call at 662-449-1700. That's 662-449-1700. Or find them at teamcouch.com. That's teamcouch.com. Again, thank you to Brian and Terry for being our 2021 presenting sponsor. As we talked about on our last show, we have moved locations. However, our studio sponsor has remained the same. Glad to be coming to you from the How to Barbecue Right Shop studios. How to Barbecue Right Shop is located right here in Hernando, just 500 yards past Connection Gymnastics. This store has everything a man needs for barbecue, crawfish, and any other kind of outdoor cooking. They have rubs, knives, sauces, cutting boards, cast iron, thermometers, and some really cool high-end smokers. If you've ever seen Malcolm's How to Barbecue Right cooking videos, you need to stop by his shop today. You can call them at 662-912-9947. That's 662-912-9947. Find them on Facebook at H2Q Malcolm Shop. That's H2Q Malcolm Shop. But the best thing to do is to stop just 500 yards past Connection Gymnastics at the How to Barbecue Right shop right here under the water tower.
Well, Derek, here in the city of Fernando, the biggest thing that's happened since our Tuesday show, again, Tuesday, we talked over and over again, trying to encourage people to get out and vote in Ward 6. And I got to tell you, Ward 6 showed out. They came out, I think they had, what, 556 the first time? That's right, 556 voters first time. Right. And in this this past election, this past Tuesday, was a little bit over 440. 473. 473. So really good job by Ward 6. Uh, we want to say congratulations to Ben Piper uh, for being elected the alderman of Ward 6. Derek, you got some information? There was 473 that voted. So when the, the precinct closed at 7 p.m., when the voting machine was tallied, Ben Piper uh, was up 227 to 213, so only a 14-vote difference once the polls were closed. And then they had 33 absentee ballots. So because it was only a 14-point difference and 33 ballots, they had to count the absentee ballots. Those ended up being 18 to 15 in favor of Piper. So uh, when you add those to the original numbers off of the precinct voting machines, the final tally was 245 to 228 for Ben Piper over Ryan Diffie, a 17-vote victory. Very, very close. So a great turnout and a close vote separated by just those 17 votes. I mean, Matt, was just a well-run campaign by both men. I thought they both did an excellent job getting their message out there. Obviously, it was turned out. They had great supporters on both sides. Very close, narrow race, but never got contentious. You didn't see anybody, you know, coming at each other. You didn't see the supporters coming at each other uh, on Facebook or on any other uh, social media sites or anything like that. So I want to commend both gentlemen for a very well-run race. Uh, I mean, Ryan Diffie did a great job uh, um, three weeks ago and this week and should be you know, hold his head up high because he represented himself well, his business well, uh, and was a very gracious, you know, uh, I guess loser uh, in this in this scenario. So thank you, Ryan, for uh, all that you, you know, putting yourself out there and for wanting to run. Uh, congratulations to Ben uh, for, you know, winning, first of all, but also for uh, putting himself out there. I mean, he's worked on this. He, he won and lost last time. So, you know, and now he's looking forward to serving the city. So couldn't be uh, excited for both of them, more excited for both of them, and also looking forward to Ben serving for the next four years. So, Matt, that just leaves us now with uh, one ward left. One ward left. Ward two going to be coming up uh, in May. We're going to be attacking those from an interview standpoint. Uh, we're definitely going to work on that some more in May. So glad to have the majority of the interviews behind us, Derek. You and I both know Ben Piper personally. I know Ryan more than you would, uh, you know, from a just from a business standpoint. Both Ben Piper and Ryan Diffie love Fernando, Mississippi. Uh, that's the reason they threw their hat in the ring. Do you think now's a good time to uh, announce the Alderman candidate grudge match that we're hosting for Rooster <laughs> Production? <laughs> this may be the time. I bet we could sell tickets for real. Oh, no. We can still take it. Well, it depends on who's running. Like those two guys, they just, you know, again, there wasn't very contentious at all. A couple of these races, you probably could have had that and sold, oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. sold out. No, no, yes. we get Ben Piper, Ron Diffie, Dell Bellflower in a three-man grudge match <laughs> with the Cajun. That'd be pretty awesome. But anyway, I'd like to joke around. But look, Ron Diffie and, and Ben Piper, great job uh, getting out working for the, my gosh, what seemed like three months uh, when it came to this. But again, Ben Piper did come out on top. He is the newest alderman for Ward 6, so looking forward to covering the new board, covering all the different candidates uh, that, that, that will take place July 1st. Uh, good luck to the new board and the new mayor here in Hernando. Derek, not really no way to make this kind of transition. I, I'm just going to keep it very honest with you about that. But look, something happened real important to you and me, important to us, important to anybody who lives in Hernando, Mississippi. Uh, something's happened here recently regarding uh, some law enforcement stuff. Tell us the information so we can talk about it. All right, so Attorney General Lynn Fitch's office announced this week uh, several arrests in what was called Operation Blue Rain. And what this was, it was ad addressing the child pornography in, in DeSoto County and the area. And we, we typically don't come on here and talk about anything negative. Uh, this is a positive in the fact that they caught the individuals involved with this. But uh, I'm going to kind of go through the report, and then we want to talk about, you know, what, why this is important to us. 
Uh, it says it was a week-long effort by the Hernando Police Department the, using online, undercover, traditional investigative actions to try to find people who were trying to lure children to meet for sex or for asking them to produce child pornography. Uh, this, of course, involved the Hernando Police Department was you know, part of this, uh, along with uh, the Department of Homeland Security, the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics, Panola County, Monroe County, and the Tishomingo County Sheriff's offices. So several different county offices, uh, our city, our city police were involved in this, and it led to the arrest of at least six individuals. Uh, currently, uh, they've still got more out, more warrants out that they're waiting on. And of course, I'm sure once some of these guys are interrogated, you know, they may give up another couple names, which that's what they're trying to do. But I'm not gonna, we're not going to go through their names. I'm not going to read their names. You can find it online if you want to. But the main reason I wanted to bring this about is, number one, this is not the first time this has happened, Matt. There's been at least the second or third time this year that this has happened. It's also just kind of telling you that it is on our own backyard. And so, of course, both of you, uh, you and I have daughters uh, that are teenagers. And so, you know, I'm not saying it's just daughters. I mean, guys can do it too, but mostly they're targeting women. All of the uh, individuals that were arrested were between the ages of early 20s to 65. They were all men. And so that's why, you know, they're mostly looking for, uh, unfortunately, young females uh, to do this. And so please be aware of your, your daughters and your sons, what they're going on, Snapchat, uh, whether it be uh, TikToks, whatever it happens to be. Make sure that you're aware of it. Make sure that you are able to get in it. Uh, if you need to, make sure you have their passwords because, you know, they, they may see something as innocent, but not only, you know, can this, you know, it never goes away, first of all. We all know that. I mean, once it's on the Internet, it is forever. But, you know, they, they just don't understand that and what it can do to them and then what those men can use it for. And then not only that, then it gets scarier to when we actually deal with child trafficking, which this currently does not say it does. But we have also had those issues in DeSoto County. So I just want to kind of make the, the audience aware, if, you know, if you hadn't thought about it in a while, um, if you're just now, or maybe you have young children who don't have phones yet, don't have social media yet, please sit down with them and talk to them about this. I mean, you always, well, they're too young to know, or, you know, that's a subject we don't really like to know. It, it's a subject you have to talk about, no matter, I mean, starting them as, I mean, fifth grade, maybe fourth grade, whenever they get a phone, whenever you decide, I mean, some people it's, it's later than others, but whenever you decide to give them a phone, you have to have the conversation. I talked to a young lady the other day. I think she's around 21. Uh, she said she had access to what would be called her own phone uh, in second grade. Now, that was because her parents worked nights, but her brother was three years older than her, give or take, fifth grade, and there were times where even in fifth grade, once he got in the middle school, things that she didn't need to see on that phone. They kind of shared it, you know, type thing. So you're right, Derek. You know, you and I try not to come on this show and, and lecture adults, lecture people, stuff like that. That's not really what we try to do, but we definitely want to encourage people. You and I have a friend who's involved in law enforcement. Uh, he keeps us up to speed with different things and stuff like that. Mind-blowing stuff that police officers see and find and, and what's going on in good old Hernando, Mississippi, good old DeSoto County, Mississippi, uh, you know, people have problems and they have these, um, it, it's a serious thing. So definitely parents, if you can hear our voice, we just want to encourage you. This is a wake up call for us as well, but we just want to encourage you to definitely start to have those conversations. I will say this, Derek, maybe a flip phone until they're about 19. Maybe <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real. I love the flip phone. Oh my gosh. Seriously. Just hey, give them a good old fashioned flip phone. Maybe until they're nineteen, twenty, graduate college. Maybe give them an old iPhone four or something oh, like that. Oh, what was the uh, the old the old Motorola box phones? You know That's those, it. those big, That's oh it. man, those things. We, why not go back to the old Zach Morris special? I will tell you this: the, the you know everybody has iPhones now. Basically, sure. I know there's some Galaxies, or whatever out there. The BlackBerry mm -hmm. was my jam. There you Loved go. a BlackBerry. There I mean, go. like the fact that BlackBerry, you know, it's kind of like the whole Betamax VCR thing. You know, VCR went out, and so Betamax goes away. I wish BlackBerry would have beat out iPhone because I loved a BlackBerry, and it's very encrypted too you know just a really good phone anyway right. <laughs> i digress <laughs> you digress but look 
again, Derek and I try not to come on and lecture and do stuff. We definitely want to encourage parents as parents of daughters, ourselves, parents of young men, ourselves, Derek. I mean, let's not talk about that. My son's 14 years of 17, what they have access to, what, what friends are, are sending and showing and whatever. I just want to encourage you as parents. That's definitely something we want to encourage to uh, pay attention. If you think for one second, my daughter could never see that. My daughter's too young. Trust me, they're not. No, they're, they're not. Absolutely. They're absolutely not. So let them hear it from you, not from somebody else. Great job by the police officers, investigators for, for doing that. You mentioned earlier, Derek, this happens occasionally. It could probably happen every week. They could do a sting oh, yeah. or something like this. Unfortunately, so this, unfortunately yeah. yeah. But uh, great job by those guys continuing to uh, work hard in Hernando and the surrounding counties. Let's turn our attention to Mississippi, Derek. Some different things going on Mississippi-related. What you got? Hope some of you all may have heard the J&J &J, uh, shot, the Johnson & Johnson shot, had been postponed. It was an 11-day hiatus. Uh, because of potential issue with blood clots that were found in six women uh, between certain ages uh, that were found uh, across basically across the world. Well, that is now lifted. So they, the U.S. health officials officially, uh, recently lifted the 11-day pause this week in the distribution of the vaccine. And from now on, Mississippi will now be given those again. They will have to distribute a fact sheet regarding the side effects and the options for other vaccines. So basically, this will be the only one where you go and say, hey, by the way, this could happen. So Pfizer is available. Moderna is available but this is available again if that's something that you want to do it's a one shot and done it is available i will say that uh, i did have it done uh, i had the johnson and johnson shot now about three weeks ago i'm still here i uh, didn't have any issues of course i'm not a female between the ages of 18 and 49 you know i think it was fine i was a little sore i did not get as sick as a lot of people did on the second shot of the pfizer so it is back available so please call your pharmacies please call uh, your health officials to see if they do have it back in stock in Hernando or in DeSoto County surrounding areas. And now with J&J &J being back on the market, should it steadily increase or get back to ramping up the, the vaccinations going out? Again, UTW podcast, we are not telling you to get the vaccine. We're not telling you no. that. We're encouraging you to do whatever you want to do. But just know that there's another option for you, J&J, &J, one shot. J&J, &J, one shot. I'm actually scheduled for my second Pfizer shot tomorrow. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to get it. Like you mentioned, some people have had some tough reactions on the second one. My wife goes out of town tomorrow night, Friday. I don't know if I need to get the shot at 4 o'clock and then be <laughs> – you know, have 103 fever at uh, 10 o'clock, you know, when I'm trying to, you know, be a dad or whatever. So I got to think about that if I'm going to do that or not. But anyway, do what you want to do. Derek and I like to give facts, give information. J&J &J is back on the market. Derek, something else. We typically don't talk a lot about national stuff or whatever, but we will mention this. The CDC, not surprisingly, has come out since our last show and they updated a little bit on their things about outside masks. Basically, the CDC has come out and said outdoor vaccinated people don't need to wear a mask outside. You are correct. They have now officially said that. I think that's pretty much been going here in in, in Mississippi. Yeah, in Mississippi. That's been going on since maybe last May. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was gonna say. Well, I think April first for sure. People just said, especially outside. Hernando may lead the county or lead the state in number of people that ride by themselves with a mask on. Did yeah, you, did you see that? that? I've seen that. And I think a lot of times. I'm gonna be honest. I think you know, especially those people that are wanting to wear it all the time inside. I mean, there have been times where I've worn it, you know, back when if stores require it, you'll wear it and you'll walk out. And it will not be until I have started the car and start pull away. And I'm like, why do I have this on? Yeah, and I rip like it an off. Idiot. And yeah. so, yeah. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to cast uh, any kind of like a wondering eyes or, you know, kind of say, Hey, uh, look at that guy. Because I'm sure that I have, I've never said I've driven down the road, but I have definitely probably been pulling out of the parking lot with the still on. So, yeah. 
when the temperatures get below 30 around here, I may put my mask back on. No. Well, I, it was, it was handy times, when it was 40. The winter time yes. when you were outside in the winter. Yes. The During mask, the snow. Oh, it was fantastic. During the snow, it was good. I, I, that's, you know, I would never have thought I'd put a mask. I used to have those, like, the ski mask, you know. Sure. Here on out, if it gets to, you know, about 20 degrees and i got to be outside, I'll just go grab one of these old masks, put it on, let's go. Yeah, I was watching something the other day. I'm assuming, of course, it was in New York or whatever, but the lady, the lady on the, on the TV was talking about she went for a run this morning, double mask. Wait, she's already had both shots. Double mask. And she said about 95% of the people in the park with her were wearing masks. I mean, I, I do run, and I, I cannot know. From an outside standpoint, it's I been ran proven. This morning, we have a year of history I ran now. this morning at 515, and it was 72 degrees and about yes. 90% humidity. There's yes. no way I could have had a mask on. Well, Derek, over the last year, one thing masks were not good for was covering up your smile. And if you're looking to improve your smile, reach out to DeSoto Family Dental Care. DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower for multiple decades. With over 60 years of combined dental experience, Drs. Seymour, Paroli, and Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments, general dentistry, implants, implant-supported dentures, and now Invisalign. DFDC makes use of modern technology such as digital scanning, intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and autoclave sterilization. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process from beginning to end. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. They are the official dentist of the UTW podcast. Visit their office today to see the difference or give them a call at 662-429-5239. That's 662-429-5239 for the DFDC difference. North Point Christian School is honored to have just been voted DeSoto's best middle school and DeSoto's best high school by the readers of the DeSoto Times Tribune. Want to learn more about DeSoto County's largest, oldest, and most desirable Christ-centered college preparatory school that serves students in grades PK through 12? In order to get more information, please contact Director of Admissions, Mrs. Sheila Sharon at 662-349-5127. Again, Mrs. Sheila Sharon at 662-349-5127. Come find out why North Point is best. Podcast brought to you by Lauderdale Insurance Agency, your local state farm provider. Lauderdale Insurance Agency is located at 11 West Commerce Street, directly across from the Hernando Post Office. Lauderdale Insurance is owned and operated by Sam Lauderdale, former alderman and local resident of Hernando. His team specializes in insurance for life, auto, home, or business. Mr. Sam encourages you to compare coverage, service, and price, but feels confident Lauderdale Insurance Agency should be your insurance provider. Please call Sam, Sherry, Angie, or Jennifer at 429-5213. That's 429-5213. Or find them on Facebook at Lauderdale Insurance Agency. Again, that's Lauderdale Insurance Agency on Facebook. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure that your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated, with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419. Again, 662-892-8419. 
or visit them on their website at greenkingspray.com. They're my lawn care service. They should be your lawn care service. And remember, if you want it green, call the king. Well, Derek, it's Friday, and numerous people have told me that they love to hear the Friday DeSoto County shout-outs. Again, the DeSoto County shout-outs are simple, positive things happening, whether it be in Hernando, DeSoto County as a whole, for the coming weekend or weeks to come. Derek, kick us off. The first one we have is tomorrow. The DeSoto Arts Council, who's been busy this spring, have a new exhibit in partnership with the Hernando Animal Shelter. The My Best Friend exhibit will be on Saturday, May 1st, from 1 to 4 p.m. They're having an open house for both humans and pets. Again, Saturday, May 1st, from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Help the Hernando Animal Shelter rescue a new furry four-legged friend. And you can be able to view the art that reflects the habitats, creatures, and people that enrich their lives. You can enter a raffle to win a commissioned pet portrait with the proceeds going to the Hernando Animal Shelter. You can adopt a pet or just love on the ones that are there, that they have there on site. Uh, You can observe the artist, create pet portraits and sketches, and you can meet the artist. They're going to have two featured artists and Burton and Terry Massey, who will be there for the three hours from 1 to 4 p.m. So, again, if you're interested in the animal shelter, in art, and having art painted about for your pet, or whatever it happens to may be, please visit the DeSoto Arts Council Saturday, May 1st, from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Weather is supposed to be amazing this weekend. We'll get to that here in just a second. Derek, something else is about to turn the calendar to May. It's time to start talking about the A-Fair, one of the best times in Hernando, Mississippi. We talk about it all the time. A-Fair coming up Saturday, May 15th will be the A-Fair. Saturday, May 15th, 7.30 in the morning. It's going to kick off how? It's going to kick off at 7.30 a.m. with the Laurie Wiley Memorial 5K race. This is a 5K race that they have every uh, the, the morning of every A-Fair. So you know they kind of shut down the square starting about 6 a.m. They'll put barrels out and no longer allowed to park anywhere on or around the square. And then at 7.30, they'll start the race. The race will end probably about 9 uh, is when they start opening back up. And at 9 o'clock from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. will be the A-Fair. Uh, I think most people listening are probably very aware of what that is. If not, uh, it's basically it's an arts and crafts fair that happens uh, all over the square, down the streets. Vendors will be on Panola Street. And then you'll have, um, again, all the way down Commerce towards City Hall, you'll have booths. So it was canceled last year. I'm sure everybody's uh, ready to get out and see it this year, including the vendors themselves, uh, who, you know, who they, they pay money, they pay a fee to be in this. Uh, that goes to the Optimus Club. This is a huge fundraiser for the Optimus Club who does one, who does one things including donating to Soto Arts Council and so again this is a, a great event hope you come out well, let's hope that it's going to be as beautiful on the 15th as it's going to be this Saturday but just looking forward to that and this is uh, something we've been you know, waiting two years for and it's finally back so again if you're interested in the race the sign up is that morning before the race at 7 30 a.m. and then of course stick around if whether you run walk walk your dog ride a bike, whatever you happen to do uh, in and around there after that please stay around at nine o'clock starts the A-Fair and just again support all the vendors come out see everything that, that hernando has to offer should be a great weekend one of the biggest weekends in hernando each and every year like you said canceled last year this year should be amazing if you can catch blue skies and stuff like that it's going to be really awesome but Derek, our next desoto county shout out is going to take place the friday before a fair the water tower sessions which is going to be put on with a joint venture between rooster production mine and Derek's company uh, with mississippi music that's mississippi music we will be hosting the night before the a fair friday may 14th we will be hosting the water tower sessions it will be a singer songwriter opportunity it will be three songwriters giving stories telling stories about different songs live music 
It's a BYOB event. Only 200 tickets are going to be sold. If you do not have your tickets yet, now's the time to start watching the weather. Now's the time to start looking at, hey, do we want to go to this? And let me tell you, your answer should be yes. Only 200 tickets will be sold. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful night. Part of the proceeds go to the DeSoto Arts Council. The DeSoto Arts Council is a very big part of uh, Hernando, very big part of DeSoto County. So we want to support them. But at the same time, we're excited to bring live music back to Hernando in this setting. It's going to be a very intimate setting. Just going to be an awesome night. I think everybody will have a good time. Some of the vendors uh, that will be on the A-Fair on Saturday will be setting up their food trucks on Friday night. So they'll be down Panola Street, and they're not going to block the gate. The gate will be open. But want to just uh, let you know to please, if you do attend, uh, plan on attending that night, to park somewhere off the square. Uh, you have the administration building you can park at, the old jail you can park at. Walk down Panola Street. Uh, they'll, they already have some of the barrels up you know, to kind of block things off. But vendors will be open. So, again, this is 8 to 10. We encourage you to go eat, support locally. Hernando, go eat before you, know, you and your wife, you and your, your date – or what it came, maybe you and some of your guys or some of your girlfriends go out beforehand before coming to the event. And again, there'll be food trucks right outside the door. So if you just want to grab a quick sandwich, a quick taco or whatever, and then come on in, the, our doors are open at 730. Please do that if you want to go sit down at ACs. So some of the vendors, I'm not saying all of them, but some of them will be open. Uh, this is coming from the Optimus Club, uh, letting us know that. Uh, and they will, uh, but also, of course, the gates will be, you know, they'll, they'll, they won't park in front of the gates. So again, come, come enjoy us. Come enjoy it, which should be a great intimate night. And again, only eight VIP tables available. We have sold over half of those. So only a couple of those left. Uh, and then again, that is a part of the 200 tickets. So you can get a VIP table and be guaranteed your tickets up front. Uh, if not, you'll be you know kind of trying to buy the last remaining tickets that are available. So again, uh, just uh, Matt, really looking forward to that. Absolutely. Gates will open at 730. There are VIP tables available. VIP stands for pretty simple. Very important person, yes. But you're getting the best tables. We're going to have tables set out throughout the courtyard, but you're going to get, we, we decided to only sell eight. You're going to get the best seats in the house uh, reserved for you or your business. We can advertise for your business. Look, if you have some questions or need anything, under the water tower info at gmail.com. That's under the water tower info at gmail.com. Com. Find us on Facebook, Mississippi Music. Very simple. We're going to start very heavy promotion over the next two weeks. Just going to be an awesome night. Something Derek and I have really been wanting to do for a long time, and we hope you'll join us. Friday night, May 14th, we hope you'll come out and join us. Look forward to it. Well, Derek, something else that a lot of people look forward to, part of our new advertising, kicking off Saturday, May 1st. This Saturday, May 1st, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. is the start of the Hernando Farmer's Market. The Hernando Farmer's Market brings together the best of local food, artistry, and agricultural traditions of the Mid-South. It's a place to shop, it's a place to gather, but more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the simplicity of a Mississippi small town. It is truly a fresh local experience. Again, that kicks off this Saturday, May 1st. It will run all the way through October, every Saturday here on the Hernando Square. The Hernando Farmer's Market is one of the best farmer's market in the country, definitely one of the best farmer's markets in the state of Mississippi. Get out this Saturday. The last Saturday of each month will be Children's Day with fun activities, free book giveaways with Hernando Excel by Five, live music coming up, just a number of different things that are going to be happening at the Hernando Farmer's Market, kicking off this Saturday, 8 to 1, each and every Saturday from May 1st through October. Matt, really looking forward to that. It's something that's every year, as you said, it goes all the way to October, but just wonderful. I mean, I'm sure the strawberries will be out in full force. So if you love fresh picked strawberries, they will have them there. Looking forward to that uh, going out there Saturday morning. Absolutely. Derek, if you want more information about the farmer's market, reach out to Gia Matheny. 
the Community Development Director at 449-9092. That's 449-9092. Gia Matheny, Community Development Director. If you'd like to talk with her about being a vendor at the Farmer's Market or any information about the Farmer's Market, give Gia a call. And again, we want to thank the Hernando Farmer's Market for believing in us, advertising with us. We are very excited to be a part of your, your team. Well, Derek, speaking of a great team, now's a perfect time to reach out to Richard Williams and his team at Williams Services. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. If you're in need of weekly, bi-weekly, monthly mowing of your yard, your land, farmland, anything like that, Richard can help you with winter cleanup, leaf removal, tree trimming, anything you can think of outside, Richard is your guy. Give him a call at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or find Richard on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. That's Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. You know, Derek, talking with Richard, getting to know him a little bit, one thing he and his wife like to do when it gets out of his seasonal business, they like to take a trip. If you're working right now on your summer plans, family summer plans, give Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher a call with Magical Destinations of Hernando. Whether it's that trip to Disney World, Universal Studios, National Parks, Tropical Cruises, or Tropical Getaways, these ladies can help you plan the trip of your dreams. They work to get you the best rates with headache-free planning. Magical Destinations is locally owned and operated right here under the water tower. Give them a call today to start planning your magical getaway. You can reach Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher at 662-469-6304. That's 662-469-6304. Or find them on Facebook and Instagram at Magical Destinations Unlimited. That's Magical Destinations Unlimited on Facebook and Instagram. Before we get to uh, talking about the playoffs in both sports, uh, we want to talk about signings. We had three signings this week, Matt, which is fantastic. Again, every time we're going to celebrate every person. That we can find everybody that's tw- that tweets out, everybody that puts it on Facebook. We will announce your name on here. And so we've got three great signings this week in DeSoto County. The first, we want to say congratulations to Roderick Harris Jr. of Lake Cormorant, who signed to join the powerlifting team at Blue Mountain College. This is our first powerlifting signing. It is. It is definitely. Uh, so just again, a, a great job. I mean, you know, this is something that you know you can do for the rest of your life. So you know, congratulations to Roderick joining the powerlifting team at Blue Mountain College. Next, we want to say congratulations to Lewisburg volleyball standout Erin Latham. She signed a letter of intent with the University of Montevallo in Montevallo, Alabama. Have you ever seen that sign driving down to? Yes. Yeah, between, um, it's between Birmingham and Montgomery. You'll see a sign that says Montevallo, uh, Alabama. And there's a, a real beautiful sign. I think it's actually a, a, a kind of a beautiful campus. I've never right, driven sure. through it, but I've, I've heard great things about it. So congratulations again to Erin Latham signing a volleyball uh, scholarship there. And then finally, congratulations to Darren Johnson of South Haven High, who signed with Mississippi Delta Community College to play baseball. So we had a power lifter, we have a volleyball player, and a baseball player. This shows the well-rounded talent that we have in DeSoto County and really just uh, looking forward to, you know, hearing about them further their careers at their different colleges. Congratulations to those young people that Derek just mentioned. I mean, again, anytime you can get somebody to pay for your college is a great thing, but really continuing on with something that you can do uh, past high school is, is a really big thing, and shout out to them for sure. All right, now turning to softball again, this is a busy week. Beginning of the first, the official first round after the playing games, and we want to start, of course, as we always do, under the water tower. Hernando, after squeaking by Madison Central in game one of the first round of the softball playoffs, which we talked about on Tuesday, Hernando hosted the Lady Jaguars and took care of business more 
in the mode of what they're used to, winning 12-2 with the mercy rule that we mentioned earlier. Uh, the Hernando Tigers took the series 2-0 and were set to face the winner of the Lewisburg-South Panola matchup. Uh, also this week for Hernando, Riley Eister was chosen as a dandy dozen in the state of Mississippi, one of the best 12 players in the state by the Clarion Ledger. So congratulations to Riley and to the team for, after again, a, a very close 2-1 game away. Uh, again, coming up here, Matt, the game that you attended, 12-2, kind of got away from Madison Central there in the second inning and allowed uh, Hernando to move on. I had an opportunity to speak with a couple of guys that knew more about the uh, softball world in DeSoto County, and they pretty much said that maybe two or three girls from DeSoto County should have been on that list versus others. Love Riley. I think she's done a great oh, job. Sure. But there, there's other girls who have stats equal to and sure. maybe even slightly better than hers. Very surprised they were left off. I'd love to have a DeSoto County All-Star team and travel anywhere in the state oh, it, to, to play it, anybody. That'd be, yeah, yeah, I'd love to see that well, for sure. As we'll see, uh, three of the final four teams remaining in the north are from DeSoto County. So, yeah, I would think we, they would do pretty well. Absolutely, yeah. And I, I did attend that game, had a really good time. Again, it's been a while since I've been to a high school softball game. But just the crowd was great. The, the atmosphere was wonderful. Had a really nice time uh, getting to see other people. I mean, it's funny. I had several, Derek, I uh, had several parents thank me for, uh, you know, obviously covering the girls, uh, continue to cover the girls on the show. It is absolutely our pleasure. We will pull for them as hard as we can. Good luck this weekend against the Lewisburg Lady Patriots, as Derek about to mention all right the lady patriots they did face south panola in the first round and they hosted them in game one lewisburg got the win with a 3-1 victory in game one gabby dickerson went the distance for the lady patriots who were led by williams and reed at the plate in game two was played at south panola the lady tigers roared back and beaten lewisburg six to three raggett took the loss for the lady patriots while gilmore walker and tubbs led them at the plate with two hits each that pushed the series to a deciding Game 3, which was held 30 minutes after Game 2. In Game 3, Gabby Dickerson again took the circle and again went the distance, holding the Lady Tigers to one run with 13 strikeouts, leading to an 8-1 Lewisburg victory. Lewisburg wins the series 2-1, and it sets up that all-DeSoto County North semifinal. These are two teams who have been great all season. They're only 10 miles apart. The girls know each other. They play a competitive ball with each other. And it all starts tomorrow night at Lewisburg. Lewisburg will host game one because they're the lower seed. And then games two and three, if necessary, will be in Hernando Saturday. I'm going to let you tell those uh, both at Lewisburg and especially those under the water tower where they're going to need to be both Friday and Saturday night. Well, Derek, I, I mean, I, I can imagine the, the atmosphere on Friday night will be electric. Weather's going to be perfect, they say. It's going to be awesome. Lewisburg has a phenomenal softball uh, tradition. Hernando and, and Lewisburg are going to go toe-to-toe. I'd love to see Hernando win on Friday night and, and get an opportunity to come home on Saturday and, and, and put it away on Saturday night. But uh, it's just going to be awesome. Please try and get out. If you can hear our voice, you're going to hear this show on Friday. Try and get out. Saturday night, 5 o'clock, right there. Hernando Middle School, right behind Hernando Middle School is the softball field. Right behind the Hernando Middle School, the softball field. You may want to park up front and walk around right by the tennis courts. Let's see if we can get over 1,000 people there on Saturday night to watch the Hernando Lady Tigers. Look, if you want to watch the Friday night game, it's right up the road there at Lewisburg. Very easy to find and get to. Go see them and support them there. But definitely Saturday night. Let's see if we can set a home field advantage uh, tremendously well for that. No offense to Lewisburg. I know we cover them as well. But, man, the Lady Tigers are the official softball team of the UTW podcast. Of course, the winner of this matchup will play the DeSoto Central Germantown winner for the North State title, and we'll turn to DeSoto Central right now. Remember, DeSoto Central had to wait. When we did our podcast on Tuesday, we were still waiting to see if they are going to be playing Oxford or Startville uh, in their first-round matchup, and it ended up being Oxford. Oxford took care of Startville uh, in, the, in a game that was moved to Monday due to the rain. And so uh, DeSoto Central traveled to Oxford for game one where they took care of business and won that game 8 to nothing. 
Uh, Vincent and Wheeler combined to hold Oxford to one hit, and Vincent had 12 Ks. The game was close to the third inning when the Lady Jaguars poured it on. The teams then traveled to DeSoto Central the next night for Game 2, and the Lady Jaguars did not let it go to a Game 3. They mercy ruled the Lady Chargers 12-2, with Megan Vincent having two home runs and Aaron Dale adding another, and moved on to play Germantown, and they'll travel to Germantown tomorrow night, hosting Games 2 and possibly 3 on Saturday. I had a parent tell me the other night at the game, Maybe they're a little bit biased. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, they feel like the North Championship is going to be this weekend. That's what stinks is the best two teams in the North half. One of the teams will be eliminated this weekend between Hernando and Lewisburg. They feel like D.C. gets a little bit easier path play in Germantown. So get out there Friday night, Lewisburg, if you want to watch that game, 5 o'clock. Saturday night, let's set a record at the Hernando softball field. Yeah, and it's, it is a shame. I mean, I guess it's good because we are guaranteed at least one DeSoto County sure. team in the North final. Uh, hopefully DeSoto Central can take – you know, care of business and have, you know, two. And I think that, you know, on all the Soto County North final, just absolutely, that, that would be even more electric than this weekend. Absolutely. So that's what we're, we're really pulling for that. All right, and then finally wrapping up the softball portion, uh, the Lady Trojans uh, from North Point are still playing in the regular seasons, and they had two games since uh, our last podcast. First, they mercy ruled FAC as 16 to nothing with Meredith Anthony getting the win. The Lady Trojans were led offensively in that game by Natalie Shaw, who went two for two with a double and three RBIs. Cole also had two RBIs. The next night was senior night, and the Lady Trojans hosted MHEA. This is the the homeschool team that's kind of put together with homeschool players, whom they defeated 17 to nothing. Uh, the Trojans are now 15 to four and eight and zero in district as they await their playoff seating. So they should obviously should have a first round bye, but still trying to figure out exactly. They've still got a couple more district games that have to be played uh, probably tonight and tomorrow. They'll finally settle out, you know, settle who they'll play or who they'll look to play, uh, you know, there'll be somebody playing in the first round and they'll play the winner of that game. So still kind of waiting to see who that's going to be. Congratulations to the young ladies that are working so hard on the softball field. It's been our pleasure to cover you all season. Good luck in the playoffs. Good luck with the remaining teams. Uh, North Point definitely uh, getting ready for their playoffs uh, run, uh, hopefully pretty deep, Derek. We'll see. All right, turning to baseball. Now, before we get to the actual – well, actually, there hadn't been many games uh, since our last podcast with all of the games supposed to start tonight and all but one moved to tomorrow night. But before we get to that, I want to name their, the uh, state of Mississippi has announced their baseball all-stars. Uh, they do have an all-star game that is Thursday, June 10th through Saturday, June 12th at the Milton Wheeler Field on the campus of William Carey uh, University in Hattiesburg. And so there were three players from DeSoto County uh, that will be taking part in the games representing the 5-6A North squad. So 5A and 6A North squad. And they'll play the, uh, the South counterparts on that Friday, June 11th. The trio from DeSoto County are Gary Bain and Braden Sanders of Lewisburg and DeSoto Central's Coleman Haltom. Gary Bain, Braden Sanders, and Go- uh, Coleman Haltom. Uh, congratulations to y'all for being named to the Mississippi All-Star Team, the 5A and 6A All-Star Team, uh, where you'll get to play uh, in that All-Star game on Friday, June 11th. Get to represent your county in any way as an All-Star is a pretty good, uh, you know, pretty good thing. So tell us about Hernando. Like you said, a few minutes ago, you said something about tonight's game. So let's remind the listeners, we are recording this on Thursday. That's so correct. it was supposed to be on Thursday. It's moved to Friday, which if you're hearing this show, would be tonight. Right here in Hernando, what you got? First round game that was supposed to be played uh, tonight on Thursday night has been rescheduled for tomorrow night in Hernando against Starkville at 6 p.m. So it'll be in Hernando. Game two will be in Starkville Saturday night at 6 p.m. And then game three, if necessary, will be in Hernando on Monday at 6 p.m. if necessary. So, again, uh, Hernando will get two of the three home games. So they are the higher seed. They're going to get the two of the three home games. So hopefully we won't need that, Matt. Hopefully we can take the first two and then kind of rest up for the next round. Yeah, the, For the fans under the water tower, it couldn't set up more perfectly. 
perfectly. You've got two beautiful days coming up Friday and Saturday. You've got Friday night, you're at the baseball game. Saturday night, you're at the softball game. I mean, back-to-back nights of at the high school on beautiful nights. You, there's nothing else to do. Just Absolutely. be there, cheer them on, and let's see if we can get both teams to the second round. So next we're going to change, uh, go to Lewisburg. We're also pulling for the Patriots. The Patriots are the only DeSoto County team, Matt, to receive a bye in the playoffs and await their opponent next week. And, of course, they're, they're awaiting the Hernando Starkville winner. So let's hope that we get another Lewisburg-Hernando matchup like we have in softball this week. In the meantime, they'll be hoping North Point uh, tomorrow night, on Friday night, for both teams to use as a tune-up and it allows them to face you know, tough competition since both will have buys in the first round. So I think this is kind of a good tune-up game. I know North Point won't start the playoffs until next Thursday. Lewisburg about the same time, you know, especially if the games go to Monday on these games that have been rained out. So you're looking at you know, next Thursday having to play. So, again, you, you can play a tough team. You can throw your ace for maybe a couple innings, get everybody some work. Uh, so I think it's a real good matchup. So DeSoto Central is the only game that is still on for tonight. So this is the only one. So one of our reasons with Matt you know, allowing us to uh, – Court on, on Thursday evening, you know, kind of made it an easy decision when everybody was going to be postponed. Well, DeSoto Central and Clinton is still on. They are playing this game in Clinton, uh, and so this will be the first game. That means DeSoto uh, Central will get the game tomorrow, uh, and then we'll go from there. So they, they may have a traditional Thursday, Friday, Saturday uh, matchup instead of the Friday, Saturday, Monday that everybody else is going to have because of the rainout. So, again, uh, we will report to DeSoto Central how that uh, series went on Tuesday. But, again, game one is tonight in Clinton and played at DeSoto Central tomorrow night. All right, and finally, the North Point. Uh, the Trojans did have a couple, a few games this week. Again, their, their playoffs don't start until next week. Uh, they faced uh, – they had their last district series in their home and away this week with Lausanne. They won the first game at home 10 nothing behind a no-hitter by Carson Fox. The Trojans were led offensively by Anthony Zarlingo, who went three for four with two RBIs. Connor McNatt had three RBIs, and Napoli and James Smith each had a double. The next day, the Trojans traveled to Lausanne and won by the exact same score, 10-0, with Jack Staples getting the win, giving up one hit. So the Lynx had one hit in two games. Terrible. It's, it's bad. It's really bad. Hudson Brown was 4-4 four four with a double and three RBIs. Jackson Thomason added a home run. With the win, the Trojans finished District 10-0 and are currently 23-3 and overall heading into tomorrow night's matchup with Lewisburg. Derek, you and I have to visit a little bit off of air. Lewisburg and North Point, absolutely from a standing standpoint, they have nothing to gain in this game. Throw your starters, play your starters, that type stuff. Get some people some work. But still, you know, good opportunity to see both two really good teams. Both teams have won over 20 games on the season. So pretty neat for, you know, getting to match up with them and stuff and probably some kids that know each other and everything like that. So it should be a lot of fun uh, coming up uh, over the weekend. Good luck to all the DeSoto County teams that week that continue to play in the playoffs. Good luck to North Point as they continue to get ready for the playoffs coming up next week. Good coverage in softball and baseball, Derek. Thank you. If you enjoy our softball and baseball coverage, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. That's UTW Pod on Twitter. If you can hear our voice and you are a coach or an assistant coach with one of the teams that we cover, when you send out your score, be sure and tag us. Tag the UTW Pod. That's UTW Pod so we can have your stats. We can give more information about your clubs on those uh, whenever we cover them on Tuesday or our Tuesday and Friday show. Also, if you enjoy the UTW podcast, look for our brother podcast. That's OB Pod. OB Pod covers Olive Branch and the eastern side of the county. They do a wonderful job, release their show fairly early on Monday mornings. They've uh, done a ton of great interviews, Derek. They've interviewed aldermen, uh, mayor, candidates, all those different things. Uh, OB Pod is where you want to look for any coverage, Olive Branch and the eastern side of the county. Zach and Cash do a wonderful job. If you enjoy our show, we feel like you'll enjoy theirs as well. 
Derek, we're going to continue to push it real quick. Water Tower Sessions, look on our Facebook page for more information. Our Facebook page and Mississippi Music, Friday night, May 14th, a singer-songwriter event that we feel like you definitely don't want to miss. So be looking for more and more promotion on that over the next two weeks. We hope you'll consider coming out and supporting the arts. As we try to do on Fridays, I want to encourage everyone, take your family to church this weekend. Sundays, your church more than likely is back open. If it's in Mississippi, it's going to be back open. In-person church is there. Uh, definitely want to encourage uh, anyone that can hear our voice to get out on Sunday. Take your family to church. Take your family to Sunday school. We definitely don't think you'll regret it. Well, Derek, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. This is where we dropped off a pretty soon.